You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, it's Luke Robinson with Locked On Bama. Um, we usually have this other introduction where I say, Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein, that's him, but the, Jimmy Stein isn't here because it's 4.30 in the morning at my house, and on championship game day, I'm speaking relatively quietly, probably still waking some folks up, but um, I'm waking up at 4.30 in the morning. I would love to tell you it's because I'm so excited about the game. That's not it at all. It's more about... Just like that progressive commercial says, I'm turning into my parents, and I just wake up about 4.30 every damn morning now, which sucks. It's awful. Uh, it's not nearly as much fun as productive and productive as you would think it is. It's not at all. I just wake up then. That's just what I do. So I'm going to have a running uh, audio diary of championship day and hope that I remember to do this. That's going to be the key, is remembering to do this. Okay, so here's segment one. I'm up at 4.30. Yada, yada, yada. There we go. All right, this is update number two for National Championship Day. I'm driving down 4.59. It's raining like a cow peeing on a flat rock. And uh, it's cold. And I've already found out today somebody gave me a bad check. So it's not starting off great, but... Uh, Hopefully things will get better as we get into Miami, assuming we eventually get there. Still driving down the road for update number three. Did have our first Chick-fil-A stop. Um, I did hear something on the radio about some of the potential uh, prop bets. You can check out betonline.ag and go check some of these out. out. But one of them was Total yards receiving by Chris Olave for Ohio State at 99. And um, Chris the Bear Felica threw out something interesting where he said that um, Olave's gone over 100 yards in every game he's played in, except for the Rutgers game where it was 42 to 7 at the half or something like that. So um, you got to feel good about maybe Olave getting that many. You know, as a Bama fan, you'd like to say, oh, we're going to shut him down. But, uh, you know, both these teams just put up a lot of points. And I think that uh, of all the prop bets I heard, that was probably the one that intrigued me the most. So uh, by the time you hear this, this, this information will be too late. But let's just see. I would take the over on that one. Let's just see if I was right. All right. Hi, we're at the airport now, update number four. Uh, airport not very crowded. I have seen some Alabama fans. Haven't seen a lot of anybody, really, though. Kind of shocked that there's so few people here, even in a time of COVID. I've seen a lot more people here generally. And uh, just waiting to take off. So there we go. Uh, that was exhilarating for you, I'm sure, the listener. That's what this podcast is all about. I believe this is update number five or six. I'm not really even sure. I hope you can hear me, though. I'm in the plane and uh, at the Atlanta airport. It kind of dawned on me as I passed by three European guys heading to Fort Lauderdale for not the game for some other reason. And it dawned on me that if you're 20-something and you're a European male, 
you always look like you're either a kidnapper or you're about to be kidnapped. It's nothing else. You are either a kidnapper or you're about to be kidnapped. You look kind of silly with like a Pokemon backpack or you have a very uh, clean cut haircut with fresh beard and, and black v-neck with very tight black jeans and maybe some kind of Swiss army knife uh, you know attached to your belt buckle that just dawned on me it has nothing to do with the game but I'm just letting you know all right I'll be back in a minute all right I'm not sure what update this is anymore but uh, I'm at the Miami Hard Rock Casino getting ready for the game shitload more Ohio State fans than Alabama fans so far uh, we are heading over to see one of our friends who apparently is at the high roller table and uh, that's that this casino is pretty badass by the way uh, if, if Hard Rock Miami ever wants to sponsor I'm down with it uh, feel free to sponsor Locked on Bama but always bet online at betonline.ag that's the way you do this so uh, alright I'll give you an update from the game All right, uh, at the stadium now, just walking in wherever, completely surreal. Uh, not many people here, much more Ohio State people. Um, it's like going to a high school game that's being played in Bryant-Denny. It's really, really bizarre. But uh, all right, I'll give you more updates during the game. All right, I'm in the stadium now, section 105. Seats aren't great, but you know what? All the seats are pretty good when nobody's sitting next to you. Here's the other thing is Stevie Nicks blares over the loudspeaker. They have put some kind of tarp, mini tarp looking thing that's zip tied down so you can't uh, move seats around, but I'm still going to move seats around somehow. And, um, you know, I've noticed a few other things here that, man, Ohio State people like to wear jerseys. They love them some jerseys, men, women. Uh, everybody, kids, they don't give a shit. They just wear jerseys. They just love them some jerseys. Now, I don't mind seeing a few jerseys, but this many jerseys on grown people is kind of weird. Um, otherwise, the stadium's great, just like I remember it in 2012. Uh, it's uh, we, We're warming up. Jalen Waddell's been out there running. I'm optimistic. And uh, now the guy's going to ruin my thunder by... Uh, announcing a bunch of starters and shit like there's a game going on while I'm doing this podcast for both of my listeners. Alright, that's it for this update. Well, after a great opening drive by Alabama to score a touchdown on fourth down, Ohio State with a fantastic catch by their tight end gets them a touchdown right in front of me. Just an absolutely brilliant catch. I'm sure that it looked that way on television but live it was ridiculous. I thought There was no way he catches that. And then it would be third and ten from about the 45. That would have been huge. But, uh, you know, it's okay. we got to get back out there. Jalen Waddell really lit this place up when he made that catch. What a beautiful play call there to Devontae uh, for the touchdown. Just an unreal call. Boy, we're going to miss Sarkeesian so much. That's what I really thought when uh, I saw Devontae break open like that. Uh, I just said, my first thought wasn't he's going to score. My first thought was we're going to miss Sark a lot. All right, I'll be back in a bit. Obviously, a horrible turnover right there led to a touchdown for Ohio State. 
Uh, Billingsley is having a bad, bad game so far. Here's hoping he makes up for it in just a little bit. Well, we're at halftime, and I hope you can hear me. I got my mask on, waiting on a, a cold drink. In line, I uh, can't believe the line is long. There are only 16,000 people here. But anyway, uh, the Slim Reaper doing Slim Reaper things, frankly, is quite unbelievable to sit here in the stadium and watch this man. And if it weren't for the Slim Reaper, everybody would be talking about Matt Jones. It's unbelievable. He is ridiculous. So here's hoping I didn't jinx the damn thing. And uh, if I did, I'll erase this, and you'll never know it. Heading into the fourth quarter after a huge stop by Barmore and then a great pass to Mitchie. And we're basically playing with next year's receivers. That makes me feel pretty damn good. I just wish they were coming into my end zone. My battery's about to die. My voice is gone. Brian Robinson just got another first down. It looks like Bryce Young's coming in for Mac Jones. Mac Jones, one of the best quarterbacks in Alabama history. Just an unbelievable moment here, and I'll let you listen. Fantastic moment here in Miami again as we hit the shit out of Ohio State thing for Alabama tonight is that Alabama's going to be in base more than they'll be in dime. When Alabama's played a lot of these spread teams, Florida being an excellent example, Alabama was in dime most of the game because Florida really spreads the field. with They play what we call two-by-two two a lot, meaning you know two guys split wide on either side of the line of scrimmage. That forces you to be in dime personnel. So Alabama was in dime a lot. With Ohio State, we're going to see more two tight end sets, more power sets, maybe even two guys in the backfield. That will keep us in base uh, quite a bit. So that'll be new for Alabama, being in base, very little dime. That means Will Anderson will rarely leave the field tonight. Uh, he'll be out there for a lot. He has to make the adjustment base to nickel, base to nickel. That's what Ohio State will keep us in. One thing interesting to watch about tonight is Alabama, of course, will be a nickel quite a bit. Alabama's nickelback Malachi Moore has been one of the all-stars for Alabama all season long. He's likely out for this game and replaced by a true freshman Brian Branch, who, who's great for a freshman. He just has less experience than Malachi. Look for Ohio State to try to take advantage of that matchup. My thoughts on the game this evening. Well, I think it's about running the ball. I think it's about if Ohio State can line up and run the ball on Alabama like Trey Sermon was able to run the ball on Northwestern and Clemson, uh, it could be a long night for Alabama. Uh, he can. He, he reminds me a lot of Bo Scarborough uh, when Bo was healthy and playing really well for Alabama. He's a load to bring down. It's going to be a lot on the inside linebackers and safeties to get Trey Sermon to the ground. If Ohio State can run the ball, take some pressure off the fields and his ribs, I can see Ohio State scoring a lot of points tonight, which will be bad, no question. Now, Alabama, same way. Uh, can they run the ball? Can Najee Harris uh, maintain possession? Can Najee Harris pick up third and twos, third and ones, fourth and ones? That's going to come up. That's going to happen. So I really think for, you know, you know, one of the great stats of this game is that Mac Jones and Justin Fields lead the nation in quarterback rating. They're one and two. I still think this game will be decided by the backs. Najee Harris and Trey Sermon. Whoever rushes for the most yards between those two wins the game.